Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on uh, Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, or on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, even parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Well, if you want to call me, uh, today is like any other day where uh, you have an opportunity to pick up the phone and give me a call. If you download the app Gracism, you just push the icon there for the telephone, and it calls me directly in the studio. Isn't that cool? And this is what happens when you call. Sometimes you'll get one of our student volunteers, like the one sitting next to me today. If you're on Facebook Live, you see this face next to me. This is my guest sidekick for today. Sophia Farnsworth. Hello, Sophia. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so (laughs) glad that you are with me today live, this time not behind the phones, but right in front of the camera and in front of the microphone. Are you ready to talk about wisdom today? Yes, sir. I'm super ready. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about today is Wisdom Wednesday. And usually this is how we roll. What's usually on Mondays for us? Do you know what it is? It's Marriage Mondays. Marriage Mondays. And then Tuesdays what? Tough. Tough Topic Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh. And then Wisdom Wednesdays. What about Thursday? Theological Thursdays. You got it. And then what? Open Phone and Fridays. Open Phone and Friday. So today is Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of respecting your parents. Now, this is a topic that Sophia came up with herself, and so we want to talk about that. If you've got teenagers, young kids, grandkids, uh, even if you're a parent and you want to hear some young wisdom today, we're going to talk about the wisdom of respecting your parents. Now, as I always do, I give the number out. I'll say a short word of prayer and commit our time to the Lord. So let me give the number, and then we're going to ask Sophia if she'll give a short prayer for us. All right, here we go. 888-432-7434. If you got a question about parenting, about being a kid and respecting your parents, give us a call. That's the number, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, you want to open us up in prayer? Sure. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this day and thank you for this opportunity that you have given me and that Dr. David Anderson has given me to talk to people who are young and talk to people who are um, parents or grandparents and just talk to them about the the importance of respecting your parents and your guardians. And um, thank you and just please give us the right words to speak to the right people. And um, thank you for this opportunity and um, 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. My 17-year-old guest sidekick, that's Sophia Farnsworth. And let's get to know Sophia a little bit. Let me give you the number one more time and a couple ways to get a hold of us. First of all, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. You can always go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Or you can just give a call right here in studio today if you have a question about parenting or even uh, what it's like to be a child, 888-432-7434. All right, Sophia, so tell us a little bit about you. What's your life? What's your upbringing? Um, Well, I am 17 years old. Mm -hmm. I have lived with my parents um, throughout my entire life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, I've really grown up. I've grown up around here for most of the time. Here is in the Maryland area. Yes, in the Mm -hmm. Maryland area in Howard County. And, um, and, you know, I've had, I've, I've had, you know, every, every child has their tough times during their childhood, but I've, I've had a pretty good um, childhood, you know. Um, uh, Do you want to talk about like things that I do in my regular life? Well, let me, let me ask you this. You grew up with both your mom and your dad, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what's, what's it like at home? Are they still together? Do you live separately? How's that work? And how many kids are in the family? Okay. So, um, I lived with both of my parents until I was maybe about maybe 10 years old, maybe. And then they decided to separate. Mm -hmm. And, um, I lived with my sister, Victoria, and then myself in the house. Okay. Um, is she older or younger? She's older. She's, she's 20. Okay. Um, and then for some time I actually lived with my older sister and she lived with us for a little bit. Um, she's, uh, with her brother from my dad's previous marriage Uh before my mom. Got it. Um, at this point now I live with, um, uh, my both my parents are divorced right now, but mm-hmm. I live with both my dad and my mom in separate houses. Okay, and so Victoria and I we switch houses every every couple of days. Gotcha. All right, so you're switching houses between parents. What is that like? Easy? Uh, not so easy? Was it tough at first? Tell us what that's like for someone living in your shoes. Um, well, you know, it was it was a little bit tough at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I was younger, and so um, the difference between me and Victoria was that Victoria could understand the situation a little bit better than mm-hmm. than I could, and so I kind of looked at the situation more like, okay, well, this is just what's happening, and mm-hmm. you know, I just got to keep moving on from here. So this is what normal is, right? I mean, yeah, to me, that was that was normal. ten years old, right? Understand, but she was three years older, right? She was, so gotcha. she she took it a little bit harder than I did. Understand, and then even now that you're older, you're seventeen years old. Uh, what it like sort of loving and listening and obeying both to both parents in separate locations is there ever a conflict inside of yourself um well i think that at first i think that with anything you know you have to you have to learn about different ways to handle different situations with different people Mm -hmm. so it was a challenge at first to live in two different houses and kind of live by two different sets of rules Mm. um so i had to i had to just learn from an early age to know what i could um, know how to react to the situations at my dad's house and know how to react to my situations at my mom's house. Gotcha. And both were positive situations. It was just different ways to communicate with them. And I think that that's a really good lesson to learn at such a uh, uh, young, young age. age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then uh, when we talked about topics, uh, you know, and all year long I've been, you know, getting to this place with you where you could actually be on the air live with me in front of all these people. You could have chosen any topic. Why did you want to talk about respecting your parents? Um, well, you know, throughout my life, I've, I've, I've had a pretty, I've, I've had a good childhood and, but the way that my parents wrote, uh, raised me was that in a way of, it, you know, it was strict in my house. You know, mm. we, we followed the rules. We had to make sure that we did our chores. We did, we weren't, you know, and disrespectful in any tour, any way. And if we mm. were, then we had consequences with it. Right. And, um, and, um, I'm, what was your question again? Cause well, I did have an answer. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think it was just uh, great that you want to talk about respecting your parents. And I was wondering why you wanted to talk about it. Right. So, um, 
recently and throughout these past couple of years, I've gotten to an age where I'm starting to observe everything around me. Mm. And it's, it's painful, but it, it's, it's, it's normal. It's just mm. something that I have to go through. And um, what I've seen from other families and from even some friends that I have that I've just when I see them, them do something, I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh, I would I don't think I could ever live in my house if I did that, you know. <laughs> right, and right. so it, it's it's tough for me to watch and to realize that this is the way that I was um, raised in my house is not like everybody else. So when you see uh, other kids dissing or disrespecting their parents, that creates something in you like, yeah, don't want to don't want to do that. Don't want to be like that. And then you want to help others to do the same. And that is to respect the parents. Well, listen, when we get back from our commercial break, we're going to talk to you more. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to press into the wisdom of my newest sidekick, Sophia Farnsworth. IRS back taxes, or do you have questions on the new tax laws and the surging tax identity theft? Joseph Associates CPA is an experienced tax accounting firm that could represent your interests and prepare your tax returns with guaranteed peace of mind. Please visit josephassociatescpa.com. That's josephassociatescpa.com or call 301-915-6474. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I for Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I for Grace You. Get freed up today. Tired of living in that smelly basement? And let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. 
You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Are you proud of my new guest's student sidekick, Sophia Farnsworth? She is one of our call screeners who uh, volunteers here in the studio. She's 17 years old, and she's been talking to us about wisdom. We've been getting to know her. Later in the show, you're even going to hear her bring me back uh, from a commercial break. So you just watch. She's growing and developing right in front of your eyes. By the way, are you proud of her like uh, I am because she's doing great? Way to go, Sophia. You enjoying yourself? (laughs) Yes, I am. All right. So today's topic on this Wisdom Wednesday is the wisdom of respecting your parents. Uh, Kim Kelly Kent on my Facebook page says, hey, Sophia, praying for a great broadcast. Good afternoon from Delbert Pope, Shireen K. Jackson. You're doing a great job. Mike Perez, blessings. And John S. Lenderman, such coolness, such calm. Very impressed with this young lady. People are watching. Do you find even at a young age, people are actually watching the way you live your life out as a Christian woman? Mm -hmm. Yes, all the time. (laughs) And so how do you deal with that? Is there pressure to be um, pretty, pressure to be cool, pressure to be a believer in Jesus? I mean, is there a lot of pressure as a teenage girl? Yes, there is. I think that from different people, you get different, um, I guess, uh, maybe feelings from different people. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that because of my mom and just uh, she she owns, uh, she's just a really, she's a big director in a lot of things that we do. So Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times I feel just personally that I need to live up to a standard. Mm. And so it's tough sometimes, but I've gotten to the realization that, you know, you should be always trying to live up. I guess maybe not always live up to a standard, but just trying to live up to God's standard mm. at all times. Mm. And um, I think that at times there is pressure for that. But I think that that's good because then it pushes you to be the best version that you can. Mm, pressure can be good. 888-432-7434 if you want to talk about the wisdom of respecting your parents with some young wisdom coming from Sophia. Are you ready to take some phone calls, Sophia? Yes. All right, let's do it. Let's kick it off in Laurel, Maryland with Roseanne, who's on the line. Hi, Roseanne. It's Dr. Anderson and Sophia. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hi, Sophia. Sophia, good job. Good job, girl. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So what are you thinking, Miss Roseanne? I have a question for you. Maybe you can give me some insight on how to deal with my daughter and my grandkids. Mm. Um, my question is, how do I get respect from a 42-year-old woman that shows me no respect, and neither do my grandkids because they see what mom does, number one. Number two, when they see me come over, they want me to buy, 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 and I said I'm not doing that no more, so they don't talk to me anymore. Mm. Sophia, what do you think about that? How do I get respect when my daughter and my granddaughters uh, or grandkids aren't respecting me? What do you think? You know, that's 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 really tough because I, I see that a lot, and um, I've, I'm still even trying to think about the best ways to deal with that sort of situation. And it, it it really, when you're, when you're raising children, it really does start from when they're really young. But when you're at a point where 
they're kind of a little bit too old to start when they're young. It's, it's a tough situation to really feel like, you know, what what do I do? Mm. And um, I'm thinking right now, you know, what what really should you do? You know, and that's it's a tough situation. And do I don't you know, have what, grandparents what, that you live? Uh, no. Are they alive? I didn't grow up with any grandparents. What about you? Do you have any grandparents? Do I? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. And so do you remember growing up as a young kid with grandparents? Do you Did you respect them too? I did feel like I, I, I did respect them. At times, you know, they, they always wanted to spoil me. They always wanted to give me things and buy me stuff. But when it got to the point that, um, you know, it, it they can't always buy me things all the mm-hmm. time. And I had to learn that from a really young age. And that also came from, you know, my mom and my dad telling me, you got to stop asking for so many things. Ah, you know, so it really does. It comes. It's a ripple effect from you down to your daughter, down to your grandchildren. Mm. Well, you know, Roseanne, I think that relationship with your daughter is one that is broken, that needs to be built more more than anything else. So uh, I don't know how you get respect from her if there's a brokenness in the relationship. Do you guys ever get together and have coffee and just talk about your relationship as mother daughter? Well, she lives like two and a half hours away, mm. and um, she had asked me to come down for Christmas, and I did. But then she tells me that I can't go with her and her husband and my grandkids to her in-laws on Christmas Eve. So mm. that meant I would have had been at the house by myself. Mm. So I told her I would go down Saturday, spend the night Saturday, Sunday night, and leave Monday morning because my niece invited me over there with my sister and them for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And then um, as I'm fixing our Sunday dinner, she informs me, oh, Dad's coming over for dinner. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. And then informs me after he leaves that he's spending the weekend at her in-laws, but I'm not invited. Ah. So that tore me up. That crushed me. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. That's probably a conversation you should have with her to just talk about your feelings and say how it felt to you that you would have, uh, you know, your dad, uh, spend time with the in-laws, but not you. And why did she do that? And I think uh, you should share your feelings with her so she could at least know that it injured you and hurt you. I think that's important, Roseanne. And then after talking to her, just go ahead and forgive her. What do you think about that? I have tried because this isn't the first year she's done this. Mm. And the reason being is because she spoils the in-laws and sisters and all them, sister-in-laws and all them, with gifts. But Mm. she tells me she can't afford to buy me anything. And it's like, no problem, Loretta. I understand. Mm. But she doesn't know that I know that she spends all this money on the in-laws. You know what I mean? It sounds like a very painful situation. I'm so sorry that you have to... Uh, deal with it. And I'm just wondering if Sophia would be willing to say a short prayer for you. Would that be okay, Roseanne? Please. Okay, go ahead, Sophia. Um, Dear God, I just want to pray for Roseanne because she's going through such a hard time right now and she feels like she's done everything that she possibly can to fix this relationship with her daughter and her grandchildren. And I just, please insert yourself in that that situation Mm. because she really needs you at this point. And she needs you and and she needs your guidance to figure out a way to fix this broken relationship because, and it's not going to happen overnight. And that's just something that we just need to realize Mm. and just please help her and guide her and help her figure out the best ways to handle this situation and to 
once again have a have a great relationship with her daughter because mm. she needs that. You know, people need her daughter and her and her and her grandchildren. Mm. And um, thank you, Lord, and please, please guide her during this really tough situation. Yes. In your name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Receive that prayer and comfort, okay, Roseanne. Thank you, Doctor Anderson. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Well, it's always tough when you're dealing with family dynamics, and I guess you see that even as a 17-year-old, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Fuller in uh, Lanham, Maryland. Hi, Fuller. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm just doing wonderful, and uh, just encouraged to hear the young lady, Sophia, to hear you on the radio. Um, and I, I had a question in the spirit of uh, Wisdom Wednesday. Okay. Um why do, uh, can you list some benefit as a young person uh, still in school? I'm assuming still in high school. Uh, list some benefits of listening to your parents of uh, doing what they ask you to do, especially dealing with the, di- the dynamic of of kind of the dual home where you you have uh, slightly different rules. I'm sure between mm-hmm. mom and dad, mm-hmm. but just in general, the wisdom of of listening to your parents. Wow, that's some great. Benefits. Thank you, uh, Fuller, for that question. Are there some benefits to listening to your parents? Yes, there, there definitely is. At least in, in, in my opinion, there is. And um, it really does start from when you're younger. And the, the biggest thing that I can say that really helped me growing up with both my parents was, was the consistency that they gave me every time that I did something you know, well or I did something bad or I mm. said something that was mean. And I had the same consequence for each of those situations mm. every time. And it wasn't like, if you do this again... You will never, you'll, you won't get to go to your friend's house this time. And then mm. you do it again, you'll get to go to your friend's house. And it, it doesn't help. It oh. doesn't teach them anything. So, so consistency. consistency. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, okay. that you know, okay. um, overflows into, into, their, their, um, into the future, into when they're an adult. Because what happens is, is that their relationships with other people, they start to just do whatever they feel like they want to do mm. and feel like, you know what, it doesn't affect anybody else. But when they're young and when they really know and they, and they learn – that they do have consequences to their actions that when in the future, when they do something that could affect somebody else in a negative way, they know that, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this because it can affect them, and I don't want to do that to them. Mm. Fuller, what do you think about that answer? Consistency yeah. and consequences. Oh, pretty, yeah, pretty good. That's impressive, actually. Yeah. <laughs> consequences. Wow, that's great. And um, you, keep, you keep growing and, uh, and paying attention to, to, to the wisdom of, of, of the adults in your life, of Dr. Anderson and others that can guide you, mm-hmm. and uh, it is just really encouraging to hear hear uh, hear your uh, your youthful uh, uh, faith uh, being expressed and, and served in this way. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling. Thanks, Fuller. Blessings to Thanks, you. Sir. I've got Aridia on the line from Bethesda, Maryland. Let's go there. <laughs> Hi, Aridia. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question for the wonderful lady that you have there. Gotcha. Are you on a speakerphone by chance? Yes, I am. If you could get off, it would probably help people hear you better in their radios. Would that be okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I got it. Go for it. What's your question, please? Okay. My question is, I have two wonderful grandchildren, and my daughter and I have a relation that's wonderful. But she's telling me that I'm spoiling my grandchildren too bad. So I want to ask Sophia, tell me a way that she stopped from her grandparents spoiling them so I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Mm. So you are asking her uh, why? How you... do I stop 
How? Spoiling my grandchildren. How do you yes. stop spoiling your grandchildren? Okay, I'm going to let you listen yes. on the air because we have just about a minute left. So how can she stop spoiling her grandchildren? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, I think that your kids, you're always going to get a, a really positive reaction when when a grand when your grandchildren looks at you and says, oh, my gosh, thank mm. you so much for this. I really wanted it. And you just always want to see that face every time mm. you dream about that face all the time. Right. So it's it's tough when you have to when you realize that, you know, maybe I need to stop doing that because they're getting too much mm. or they're they're getting too you know, they're getting too braggy. They always want to talk about it. They always want more things. And, you know, you need your bank account. Mm. So <laughs> so, you know, the how to stop it it's it's really just it's going to be a like i said it's not going to happen overnight nothing's going to going to happen overnight but what you can do is talk to your daughter or your son about your situation and you know correct me if i'm wrong but if you talk to your daughter and your or your son about your situation and how you're feeling like you know, it's really hard for you to stop spoiling them. Maybe that she can give you some tips and maybe she can mm. work together with you to get that thought out of their head to keep asking for stuff. No, that's pretty wise, realizing that when you have that positive reaction, it's like a uh, an intoxication feeling. And so sometimes it's more about you giving it so you can get the reaction back than what's best right. for the child. So okay. listen, when we come back, it's David Anderson and Sophia on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's never been my dream. To see my face in magazines It's always been about the music Hoping God would use it Set some people free Are you looking for a private school that'll help your elementary or middle school child realize their potential? Manassas Christian School has so much more to offer your child. Manassas Christian School features several advantages, such as small class sizes, a focus on respect and values, kindergarten through eighth grade, robotics programs, plus after-school sports and clubs right on campus. Is transportation an issue? They feature round-trip bus to and from your home if you live in the Gainesville, Haymarket, Manassas, or Woodbridge areas. Call now. It's not too late to enroll your child for classes starting this September. The enrollment process is quick and easy. To learn all about how Manassas Christian School can benefit your child and to set up a visit, just go to their website at www.manassaschristianschool.com or just call 703-393-6555. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text OPEN to 350-350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text OPEN to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's O-P-E-N to 350-350. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 
I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800-671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I am Sophia Farnsworth, and I am guest sidekicking it with Dr. David Anderson today. And our topic today is the wisdom of respecting your parents. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, please give a call at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You got it. It's Wisdom Wednesday. Sophia is a call screener volunteering. She's 17 years old. And uh, when I asked her, what would you want to talk about? She thought the wisdom of respecting your parents. Sophia, what does your name Sophia mean? My name Sophia actually means wisdom. Look so, at that. See? Yeah. So we got some young wisdom today on Real Talk, right? <laughs> yep. So, okay, so, you know, on our page here, our Facebook Live page, and by the way, if you want to call us, uh, our number is 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-432-7434. But people are writing in, uh, Sophia, and they're asking you questions and talking about you. Uh, as well. And uh, Steve Kendall says, great job, Sophia. What type of career do you want to pursue uh, as you grow up? What are you thinking? Uh, Well, you know, I have a couple, I've always wanted to do everything because everything I'm just super, super interested in. But at this point, my set plan right now is to, I'm in my junior year of high school right now. So I'm trying to apologize, not apologize, apply to schools (laughs) and uh, to, and I'm hoping to go into ROTC at a, for a branch in the military and uni- at a university, and then I'll serve about six to eight years, and then I'll come back and I'll hopefully go to law school and be in the JAG Corps for a branch. Look at that. Check it out. A JAG lawyer, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Stephanie Farnsworth says on our page, I really believe it's about parents and grandparents spending time with kids, not money. Relationship is more important than material things. Mm. She has the same last name. Who's mm. Stephanie Farnsworth? Yeah, I wonder why I agree with her so much. <laughs> is that your mom? <laughs> yeah. That's my mom. How about that? Uh, hello, mom. Thanks for tuning in. So here's a question for you. Uh, you also grew up uh, in homeschool. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Tell I us did. about what that's like. And I guess it's your mom who's your teacher primarily? Mm-hmm. Primarily, she is my teacher. And um, throughout, uh, when I, at least she, she taught me basically, you know, the, the beginning grades, I guess, of school until I was about seven years old. And then mm-hmm. I um, started participating in this program called Classical Conversations. Mm-hmm. And that was one week, one day a week. And I went and I took classes with other kids, with different teachers, to still get the feel of, you know, getting construction from different people, not just your parents. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, I've been going to different tutorials and different places to take different classes. And um, hopefully this upcoming year, I'll take classes at the community college or mm-hmm. any class that I can really take because I enjoy them. So. Now, did you like homeschooling? I did. Okay. Because a lot of people look at homeschooling like, hmm, maybe you're not socialized enough or maybe you're kind of weird or something. Right. Was that ever an issue for you? Um, of people telling me that? Yes. Yeah. Of it actually, you know, occurring that way? No. I, I was, I've been a pretty social, so, sociable person mm-hmm. throughout my entire life. I've been called a social butterfly. I've been called everything. But mm. um, 
I think that, yeah, the, one of the biggest questions I get is how do you make friends? How mm. do, you, do you just stay in the house all day? Do you go places? You right. know? And, and, and honestly, the one thing that I've usually my usual answer to them is, yeah, I actually go a lot of places because I have a lot more flexibility. I go to D.C. all the time. Mm. I go to Baltimore all the time. I go around here at Howard County all the time. And I can actually talk to more people more than uh, actually people in school can because I have more time. How about that? Mm-hmm. And does it feel uh, because it's your mom doing the teaching that there is an extra connection between you and, and your mother? Mm-hmm. I think that, it, you know, it can go both ways. You can either be like, oh, my gosh, I have so much of my mother in my head all the time. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, if you just – um, look at it in a positive way, and and I do have a really great relationship with my mom because of that, I believe, and mm. so does Victoria, my sister. How about and that? My dad usually worked all day, but then I got to see him at night. So either way, I, I had I had great I have great relationships with both my dad and my mom. How about that? Eight 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 four three two seven four three four is the number. If you're just joining us in the second half of the program, here we're talking about the wisdom of respecting your parents with my guest sidekick, Sophia Farnsworth, talking uh, from her perspective as a young 17-year-old, some wisdom with regard to how to respect one's parents. Well, let's talk about it just for a minute, uh, the topic of disrespecting one's parents. What does that look like? What What is disrespect in your mind? Well, you know, I think that a lot of times um, – I think that some people can look at disrespecting as, you know, not questioning your parents, not questioning what they tell you to do. But, uh, you know, to me, I think that it is good to question um, mm-hmm. what they're what they're asking you to do sometimes. You know, sometimes you just got to trust them and, and tell them, you know what, my mom tells me I got to do this. I'm just going to do it. And if right. she's not going to tell me the answer, that's fine. But some other times it's good to question because you have to have those conversations with your parents mm-hmm. to have a good relationship with them, to understand why she's telling you to do this or why he's telling mm-hmm. you to do this. And um, I think that disrespecting your parents are being disrespectful towards them can can mean, you know, saying I hate you, saying, you know, telling them to shut up or stop talking to me mm. or any of the things that I see very a lot, you know, throughout my entire life. I've always seen it. And um, so young. So the teenagers that are listening right now or uh, the younger kids or even the younger adults, you just heard some real phrases that Sophia said when you say I hate you, when you say shut up. Uh, what else? Mm. Um, uh, stop talking to me. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear you talk anymore. Mm. All that is disrespectful. Yes. And it puts a parent in a difficult situation and know how to come back to that mm-hmm. to that kid. And that's when things can really escalate and mm-hmm. become a screaming fest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your parents, you know, your parents aren't perfect either. So to me, if, if I was an adult and I heard my kid say that to me, I'd be like, no, you shut up. Stop talking to me, you know? Yeah, right. And then it just becomes this, it, it's just a ripple effect after that, and it's just a domino where you just like, oh, well, now you have a really bad relationship because now you're just telling each other to shut up all the time. Mm. So. Well, here it is. We're talking about the wisdom of respecting your parents. I've got my special youth guest sidekick, Sophia, 17 years old, hanging out with me in the Real Talk studios. If you want to chime in to the conversation, now would be a good time. Our number, 888 432 Seven four three four. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. 
when asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to ogs.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Our world needs strong, courageous, integrity-infused leaders. People are longing for leaders who will unite rather than divide. You have influence. Come to the Global Leadership Summit and learn skills to transform your community. The summit features high-impact leaders like Craig Rochelle, Devon Franklin, Danielle Strickland, and more. Experience the summit at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia on August 8th and 9th. To register, visit globalleadership.org slash summit. Use the priority code radio. That's globalleadership.org slash summit. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to uh, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This I'm Sophia Farnsworth, and I'm here with Dr. David Anderson, sidekicking. And uh, our topic today is Wisdom Wednesday, and it's the wisdom of respecting your parents. Uh, if you'd like to give us a call, please give us a call at 888-432-7434. Excellent. That's Sophia Farnsworth. And on my Facebook page, uh, Eric Robinson says, respect means to hold in high regard are you holding them in high regard? So that's a good question. If you uh, are not respecting your parents, that means you're not holding them in high regard. Why not? Cecilia Rosa says, uh, if I don't agree with their opinion, and then there's a question mark. So I guess that means if you're a kid and you don't agree with their opinion, um, and if you know that it's wrong, she says in another one, what if I know that they're wrong? Uh, For example, what do you do when you know your parents are wrong Uh, You don't agree with their opinion, but at the same time, you want to respect them and hold them in in high regard. What do you do as a kid? Um, Well, kind of like I said before, you know, taking that taking the time to actually question and actually have that conversation. Now, while you're having that conversation, you need to communicate clearly and not raise your voice, not Mm -hmm. say any words that could be taken in the wrong way. But that's just that's just a skill that you need to learn as a kid. And um, uh, I was going to say something. That's all right. Uh, you're, you're, you're having a senior moment now that you're 17 right, right. Uh, years old. But the, the idea of knowing that your parents are wrong and trying right. to respect them anyway, you're saying you still got to watch your tone and your right. language, right? It's good to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and it's okay for your kids to disagree with you. Mm. And it's okay for you to disagree with your kids. It's just about taking the time to communicate with them and make sure that you both understand that you do disagree and find a common ground okay. to agree with them on. So Cecilia is asking, is speaking your mind 
uh, considered disrespectful? Well, it depends on how you speak your mind. Ooh, good. Come on. Talk to me about that. <laughs> so if you speak your mind in a way that's like, um, you know, I have a right to speak my mind, you know, right. and saying, you know, that I, I am. Um, you know, I can I can talk I can say whatever I want to say in here because I have a right and I live in this house and this is my room. Da 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 da. da. You know, but if you speak your mind, you say, "Mom, I, or Dad, I really want to talk to you about this. I'm I'm having struggles with this, and mm. I, I feel like you're not hearing me." Right. And so, it's it's just it's just all about the tone because you you know people take things in different ways. So you have to learn. It's the other thing you have to learn how to uh, talk with your parents. Right. You got to know what tone. Uh, you know, sparks them and triggers them and which one doesn't. If you want to jo- join in, we only have about 15 minutes left, so get in where you fit in. Uh, the number, 888-432-7434. That number, again, is 888-43-BRIDGE. Nanette Jeffrey says, Hi, Sophia, can you talk about what you think helps teens see their parents as approachable to talk to them about their concerns? Mm-hmm. And someone else is saying, you know, how do I get you know, my kids to talk to me? How How... How can parents do better with trying to get out of their kids? How are you doing? What's going on in your life? Well, it starts when they're younger where you, you have to kind of not drill into their head but also drill into their head that mm-hmm. they can tell you anything. You mm-hmm. at, at all times, even when they're like eight years old and you decide mm-hmm. to tell them, you know what, if you have anything you want to tell me, you tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, and But that's that's one thing that you can do. But the other thing that you can do is that after they do decide to tell you that first thing that they you know were nervous about telling you, you can't react in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You can't react like – Oh my gosh, are you serious? I can't believe you did this, you know. And it, it might be a really bad thing that they did, but you have to check yourself before you uh, you know, get mad at them for what they did cuz they 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 were nervous to tell you. And I right. I I've, I've, I've been nervous to tell my mom things and then once I tell her she's like, "Okay, well let's look at this in a different in a different mm. way." You know, cuz she has gotten mad at me for things, but and you can hear it in her tone that she's mad. <laughs> right. But there's just the way of the of the calming voice that you can actually talk with your kid about it and just make sure that they understand that it's okay, and I, 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 forgive for, I forgive you for what you did, but just know that there is going to be consequences for what you did. Right. So the parent has to be able to uh, check their emotions mm-hmm. and respond in a way that doesn't shut the kid down so they never come back again. Mm-hmm. But you can still be real as a parent and be like, yeah, but what you did really was bad, mm-hmm. and there are going to be consequences, right? And it also teaches them in the, long t- in, the, in the long run, which is that when they either have their kid tell them the same thing or and they're in a different situation with a friend, that they can react the same way. So it's not mm-hmm. just about... Why I, you know, how come they get to uh, express their emotions and I don't? They'll, right. they'll get a chance, but they won't be able to because they're not supposed to. <laughs> right. Well, John Drew says it can be very healthy for children to express disagreements with parents as long as it's communicated in a respectful manner. Right. This promotes growth, maturity, and self-confidence. Would you agree with that as well? Yes. Sophia Joan B. King says, can you uh, double-click on the point indirectly, and that is that her parents... Uh, cultivate a culture of respect and involvement at home. Uh, so talk a little bit more about how to uh, create a culture of respect at home. Um, well, you know, I feel like I've said this a lot, but it's it's at the beginning of mm-hmm. when, they, when, they're, when they're younger. It's, it really does start. And my mom used to say, or she says now when she's talking to parents that have younger kids, that you have to win every battle before they're four. Mm-hmm. You know, just because that's just, they need to know who's boss. They need to know who's in charge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, it's it's more just about always kind of and not not rubbing it in their face. You know, I'm the mom, I'm the dad. Mm-hmm. But it's more about just making sure they understand that you do live in this house and that I can uh, I can take you out if I want. To. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> but it, it's just about, you know, making sure that they understand and, and realize that if they do this thing, they can you can take everything they have away in one minute mm. because 
that's they they decided to give that to you. They decided to give this house for you, and or get you know. Uh, put this roof over your head. Right. And um, it's just about, you know, continue, continuously trying to make sure that they understand that if something happens, that they're the ones that are going to, that are going to push that consequence on you because who else yeah. is going to, what about when you have a blowout with your parents? Okay. You're mad at them. They're mad at you. Uh, your emotions are running high. Theirs are running high. You slam your door. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to come out for dinner or whatever, but you've had a blowout. Have you ever had a blowout with your mom? Yes. With your dad? Yes. Okay. So what happens? How does that get resolved? Um, well, you know, I think when I was, when I was younger, when I really started having those problems of, of not knowing how to really communicate and, um, and keep my voice lower, mm-hmm. I th- ah, you know, it was, it was tough. It took me a really long time and it's going to take them a long time to realize, mm-hmm. you know, how to, how to handle these situations. But I did, I, I have a really loud voice sometimes. You're a screamer? And, when you get mad, it just rises up like a fire. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a little bit. And but, how, would, how would they respond when you started screaming? Um, well, you know. My mom and my dad, it was different from my mom and my dad. I didn't really get into very many, like, um, arguments with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my mom, when it happened, it, you know, she, she would get upset sometimes. And then she, I would see her, like, maybe sometimes that she would cry sometimes if I really did say something that really did hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. And that would just break me down. I, mm-hmm. I, couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I'm not saying fake cry, but I'm just saying. Yeah. But you couldn't, you, you didn't like hurting. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, you know, you should... Kids should live to see just one smile on their parents' face. Mm. You know, that's what they should live for. And, you know, once it got to that point where my mom was like, you know what, you really hurt my feelings. Mm. And then she walks away and she ends the conversation with, you really hurt my feelings. It, it just, it, it breaks you down. It mm. really does. Wow. Well, you know, in, in the Proverbs, it talks about bringing joy and cheer to your parents. And a disobedient child doesn't uh, do that. In fact, it says in Proverbs 30, verse 17, the eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be picked out by the ravens of the valley and mm. eaten by the vultures. See, you better <laughs> yeah. obey your parents right. or else, right? The ravens right. are going to get you. Yep. It ain't the Baltimore ravens. Well, anyway, we're just uh, picking out verses from Proverbs. But the, the reality of the scripture says, obey your parents. And it says, whoever curses his father or his mother shall be put to death. Of course, we're not killing kids these days. So, you know, that's back in the Old Testament. But the New Testament puts it more positively. And it actually right. says, honor your father and mother. Um, that it may go well with you and that you may live a long life. And, uh, and it even tells parents, fathers, do not uh, provoke your children to anger or bring them up uh, and bring them up in the discipline of the Lord. Parents can actually provoke their kids to anger, and because they have the power position, they mm-hmm. can really uh, poke at them and mm-hmm. create anger within a kid. So I think it's uh, important for both the parents' side of respecting and uh, taking care of their kids, and it's also the p- kids' side to learn how to grow up uh, to be respectful uh, of the parents. And so reconciliation between parents and kids are important too. Have you ever had a time in just the next 30 seconds where uh, you had to go to your mom and like apologize and say I was wrong? Oh my gosh, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does It does get to a point where, where she's kind of like left me alone from sometimes and just mm-hmm. really sit with myself and, make, and you know, look back at our conversation. And I've, I've gotten to the point almost all the time where I just feel like you know, mom, I'm really sorry what I said. It wasn't worth it. Mm. It wasn't worth our relationship for me to say that to you. And I'm sorry mm. that I said this to you because I didn't mean it and I shouldn't have said it in the first place. What a great example for uh, everyone listening today that it's important to go and go ahead and take it, own it, say you're sorry for it and rebuild that relationship. This is our prayer and our desire for you and your children that there's some kind of breach in your relationship. May the show encourage you today. We're coming back in just a couple of minutes and then we'll give some final comments and pray you out. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Chuck Teets of A-Action Home Services. When you call our stand-up guys, you can expect they'll show up with our warehouse on wheels, introduce themselves with their unique qualifications, and, of course, they'll be wearing shoe covers. But most importantly, before they do any work, they'll share options with you, including upfront pricing so you decide what's best. So for stress-free electrical, plumbing, and heating service, call us today at 703-922-1900. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BOOST to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BOOST to 88988. That's B-O-O-S-T to 88988. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale. A mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now, when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, Schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about. Investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group. Serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. 
and welcome back to Dr. David, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I am Sophia Farnsworth, and the topic today is the wisdom of respecting your parents. I, uh, I really enjoyed, you know, sidekicking it with Dr. David Anderson today, and um, just, again, thank you for this opportunity, really. You're so welcome, Sophia. It's been great to have you here. You have dropped a lot of wisdom, and I know my listeners love it, and I've been looking at our Facebook page, and people have just been writing in, talking about how proud they are of you. And just so you know, whenever you call the show, half the time, uh, you may catch Sophie on the other end of the phone. She's our call screener. She sends over your questions directly to our computer today. Let me just give you a final word from one of our listeners. Jason Clark says, Sophia, great job today. I'm a retired Marine officer. Uh, Remember what you said about consistency and consequences. It's the key to military leadership as well figured I'd pass along some of my wisdom. What do you think about that? That's true. I, I, I think I've heard that a lot. And just growing up, because my family was in the military a lot, mm. too. So just growing up with those words in my mind, and that, that's, a true, that's a true fact. It, it is about mm. consistency and consequences. Any final word uh, to our teenagers or to our parents before we bring the show to an end, Sophia? Mm. Um, well, you know, the consistency and consequences is, is really the, the biggest thing, is, at least that I've learned. And um, another thing, just just for the kids, at least, you know, if you're in a fight with your parents, it, it you know, once you guys talk about it and it escalated a little bit, just just know that it's not worth it. It's not worth your entire relationship with them to just win on this one argument. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. So when you're in your when you're in this in, a, in an argument and you really feel like, oh, my gosh, this is the most important thing in my life right now. Just take back, <laughs> take a step back and realize, is this worth it enough? to have this really tough conversation with my mom. How about that? Well, uh, it's so good to listen to you give some wisdom and to have you uh, with me today. And friends, remember, you can always go to my Facebook page and watch this over again or listen to it later uh, with your kids if you want to. My handle is at Anderson Speaks on Facebook. Uh, Finally, is there any way my listeners and I can pray for you? Um, well, you know, at this point, I I am in my junior year of high school, and it, it's it's pretty stressful trying to figure out, you know, exactly the things that I want to do, and um, you know, pay for college and all this all this crazy stuff, and mm. um, so just just for peace, really, mm. just for in through all these difficult things that I have to go through these next couple of weeks. So, um, gotcha. yes. Well, you're one of our shining stars here at the, my church, Bridgeway Community Church, and it's just so good to have folk like you who are making a difference in serving uh, the kingdom of God and using your gifts and skills to honor God. We pray God's best for you, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, as we end the show, we pray for Sophia, for her peace, for her direction, for her provision in life. And we thank you for her, her sister, her mother, her father, and her family in general. Would you bless her? Bless all of our listeners and all of our parents today and kids that they would build bridges of reconciliation and love between them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Help your children. And don't let them fall. Hey, actually.